Hey guys, welcome into College Sports Cast. I'm Brad, and we are presented by the Fanboys. You can do it, Brad. I know you can. <laughs> I I still running on his end. He said, "Can you hear me? I can read lips." Yeah, we can not read yet, lips. Brad. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Oh Brad. no! Can you can you hear me, Brad? Can you hear me, Brad? I love this. <laughs> this is my favorite. Wait, <laughs> wait, waiting on you, Brad. Waiting on you, Brad. You know. Whenever you get ready. Well, you know what? Let's just go ahead and start this without Brad. If Brad's <laughs> just going to do this. <laughs> welcome to the fan. The, the, welcome to welcome to the College Sportscast podcast. Hey, uh, I'm presented fine. by the fanboys, and Brad is back. <laughs> Brad, you can keep going. <laughs> Your show. We're hey. just trying to. We're just trying to keep it afloat. Look at here. I told you it would lag every time I have a bunch of people on. It lags. I just, I just said we'll make. I just said we'll start making fun of them, but apparently we just <laughs> waited. All right. Now that I'm back on, so it cuts me off when I run that video, and it doesn't come back on until after the video. And apparently, when I have a bunch of people on, it always lags on. So, anyways, we have a special guest on with us tonight we have jason aka jbr Bradley, on twitter um and he does uh for march madness hey jason how are you uh, i'm doing well how are you doing doing good we're we appreciate you being on with us um it's an exciting time of the year um everybody's talking about basketball Ball right now and uh it's yep. it's a good time to, it's a good time to have you on the show so we appreciate you being on with us absolutely yeah thanks for having me thing that you want to plug uh do you want to plug yourself or or any website or anything you know for, for what you do for your bracketology? No, just just my just my twitter account the jbr bracketology that's it follow me there okay all right i i just want Wanted to give you the floor to plug something if you need nope. to. <laughs> all good. All right. Nope. Just my account. So, all right, man. I, I appreciate it. Started right away. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start out with uh, the top seed lines um, and, and kind of work our way down from there. Um, 
So, Jason, who do you have, have as the number one all uh, team so far as of as, right now in brackets? As of this moment, I have Alabama. But if you follow me and kind of see, you know, I, I kind of like to post my team scores um, from my master spreadsheet that I pull my seed list from. Um, I have Alabama and Kansas basically tied. Um, but right, right now, I think having I, right now I think having Alabama number one overall, given that that's where the committee had them, um, I think is probably the correct answer. Even though it should be Kansas based off their fifteen quad one wins, which is insane. And that's all right. because of the Big Twelve, and, right? Yes, I mean pretty much every is, single yes. game is quad one in the Big Twelve. Correct. Uh, right. Other than a couple yeah. home games yeah. uh, against the bottom bottom teams in that conference, but yeah, fifteen is a uh, large number. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, so you've got yeah. Alabama and Kansas as the as two of them. Who are your other two number one seeds? And then Houston as the third one. They're kind of the metric darling. You know, they're number one in net, no, number one in BPI, number one in Kempom, number one in Sagarin. And then they're also top five in both KPI and strength of record, which are the two resume metrics. Um, so they do have a strong resume, but their quad one wins are severely lacking. They only have four quad one wins. But the committee had them, I believe, number two um, last Saturday. They have not lost since then. So I have them slotted in at number three. And then kind of hanging on there at the four spot is Purdue. Although I, I wouldn't be surprised if Purdue got jumped by uh, by someone else over the next 10 days, 12 days. Yeah, so I want to ask you about Purdue. I've, most people looks like they still have in that number one spot. But, uh, you know, they had lost four out of six after the week. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, are they? do you think they're still going to hold on to that number one spot? If they lose first, second round in the Big Ten Conference, do they hold on to that one spot or no? I don't think so. I, I think someone else from the Big 12, either Baylor or Texas, or if one of UCLA or Arizona wins out, which is probably pretty likely. I mean, U UCLA and Arizona still play each other. They still play each other in Los Angeles. But I, I think UCLA has a pretty good shot. And then um, potentially one of Baylor or Texas. I think it's going to be pretty hard for Kansas to fall out of the one line. Um, I mean, maybe Houston could lose to Memphis. I, I mean, I, I guess Houston could fall off too, but um, yeah, I would say Purdue is probably the one most likely to fall off, but we will see. Right. <laughs> I yeah, do I project ask, not prediction. Right. Who you thought would be jumped, you know, who, who you thought Purdue yeah. would be jumped by, but you've, uh, you answered that with the, uh, with, with those four teams that you kind of threw out there. Yeah. I mean, th those are the four on the two line. I think Kansas state is, Kansas state is just a little bit further back. I mean, they're outside the top 10 and five out of the six metrics. Um, so to get to the to get to the one line, I think would be a pretty big jump for Kansas State, um, just given where the UTLA? numbers are at that right now. Team? Yeah, that was yeah, one of the ones he, I he mentioned. I, I think yeah. UCLA has probably the best shot, just because they only have two home games left. Uh, they only have two games left. They're both at home versus Arizona and Arizona State. Um, so I mean, if they win both of those and then don't lose in the Pac-12 tournament, which um, you know. They're, they're, <laughs> Pac-12 is not a very strong conference, so 
I think uh, Arizona, UCLA would Arizona probably State have are two of the more. They're two of the more uh, True. higher teams. Yeah. Yes, yes, but they do get them both at home this weekend. Right. Thur uh, Thursday and Saturday, I believe. Okay. Sweet. Well, so then you know, the rest of the top 16 kind of names some teams there off the two. So we'll start at the two line. Who teams on the two line? So right now I have Baylor at number five overall after their win last night. And then UCLA at six, Arizona at seven, and Texas at eight. Um, I have Arizona and Texas pretty much tied with kind of a big gap between them up to UCLA and then a big gap between them down to Kansas State. All right. Jason, Harrison, do you not want to bad. throw anything in? Not bad. Do you want <clears> – <throat> No, no, I kind of agree of where he's going um, – I don't think I probably would flip-flop, like you said, Kansas and Houston. I probably would flip-flop them. But at this point, man, you can flip a quarter or whatever what kind <laughs> of just, coin you got. It's just it so can change, It can change at any time. Cause yeah. I'm the Kansas, if Kansas could lose to Texas Tech tonight, and then they throw right. everything in a district. But right, right. Man, we're we're talking about what it is right now. Yeah, you know, right? You know, I, as of I, last night, man. I don't know if he's threw in anything from tonight or not with his numbers. No, 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 no nothing, no, nothing no, from no. tonight. No, no. I, I, I mean, I, I, this could change right, next week. Yeah. This could change next week. So no, the winner, the, the regular season yeah. winner of the Big Twelve is almost guaranteed to be a one seed. It would be very surprising if that yeah, team was yeah, not right. a one seed. Has to be. Right. Has to be just so, like yes. So you, I can't say the winner of the SEC tournament. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the Big Twelve, exactly. You're exactly right. The uh, uh, number three two seeds. team in the, in the if the number two team in the Big Twelve uh, wins the tournament, do they jump into the one seed, or is it the That's number one saying. team in the overall? That's what I was trying to figure so, out. So, well, what, what I said was the regular season winner will almost certainly be a one seed, but yeah, no, the the tournament winner could be as well. One thing um, that I had read from another bracketologist earlier this week, which I thought made a lot of sense is that even though the committee tends to kind of seed, you know, before Selection Sunday and start placing teams Thursday, Friday into Saturday, it does seem like they they wait through the Saturday games to finish placing the one line. Like, they want that one line to fully encapsulate the conference tournaments, at least through Saturday, which I think makes sense. And there are several teams that – uh, or several conferences that, that play their championship game on Saturday, so it's a lot Correct. easier for them to do that. In, including the Big 12. Right. I know, I know ACC. What, the SEC yeah. and, and a few others, only, Eight, they go Big all the way on Sunday. Yeah. Big 10's the last one, always. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All, right. all right. All right, so we got, got the top two. Who is your three seeds? So my three seeds coming into tonight, which is definitely going to change with Indiana getting blown out at home here, but three seeds coming into tonight were Kansas State, Tennessee, Indiana, and Gonzaga. Um, Indiana was getting a lot of love from the committee um, two Saturdays ago, and I think following it up right. with that true road win at Purdue is going to keep them at the very least where they were a week ago. I think their one loss may have been to Michigan State on the road since the reveal, but you know, adding a true road win at Purdue is about as good of a win as you're going to get. Right. 
and I, you know, those are three good teams. I think on the three line, um, Tennessee had a little struggle, but they've rebounded the last game or two. Um, Gonzaga win the other night against St. Mary's. So I mean, yep. you can't really, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, only one that, the only other one that's close is Marquette, and um, you know, my, right. my team scores, like I said on my spreadsheet, kind of reflect that. Marquette is very close, and I, I definitely think the committee is going to give them a little bit of extra love if they are the outright conference champion. Um, I think that goes for most power conferences. If you have an outright conference champion, I think the committee is going to respect that a little bit more, even though, you know, conference right. records are not on their team sheets. They don't look at that. However, they're human. They follow the sports. Yeah. They, they right. follow the sport. They, they know what's going on. So I, I think the big, I mean, the big East is well-respected. So I think if Marquette is the outright leader in a league that has a true round Robin where you play home and home and away every single team, yeah. then uh, every team, I, I think Marquette's, right. Marquette's going to get probably a little bit more of a bump than what uh, even I'm giving them right now. That's that's fair to say, and and Marquette very well could get a three seed. Um, yeah, well, I think that they're going to be a three literally right now if I update it because Indiana is going to get knocked out. Right, because Indiana is <laughs> going to get knocked out. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, so who else? Who else you got in there besides Marquette on the four oh, line? So on the a, four line, I have you. I yeah. Well. As of today, yeah, through yesterday's game. This morning. I got Marquette, yeah, Marquette on the top of the four line, and then UConn, San Diego State, and Xavier. Well, mm. Xavier, they've that's that's three teams in there. You got Marquette, UConn, yep. and Xavier. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly right. Three big East teams on the four line. Yeah. And then you got the Mountain West leader in San Diego State. Right. Yeah, San Diego State um, in the Mountain West. That's kind of a, been a tough conference, I think. I've, I've kind of preached it all. So, um, yeah, so that would be your top 16. Like, so the, uh, you know, they put a top 16 the other day. So uh, that kind of be your top 16 right there. So we'll go to the question. Oh, yeah, I see. I see. Five go ahead. Mine. I see coming up. Five through seven. No, five through seven. I, 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 I was just going to ask, where, yeah, where do you see St. Mary's? So I think it's probably going to um, yeah, fall somewhere. We are. We're, we're going we're to run through. So yeah, I see I've it. got I seeds five through seven here, and, and we'll talk about that. So, you know, on the yeah. five line, you, you messaged me this morning and told me that you had <laughs> Kentucky on five line. Because uh, you know oh, I'm a Kentucky that's why fan. He, so. that's, that's, that's why he brought up five through seven. But y'all got to get inside of seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he he messaged me this morning, and he knows I'm a Kentucky yeah. fan. He said, I got Kentucky yeah, on the yeah. five line. I was like, wow. Yeah. Anyways, we'll start on the line. Who's your team on the five line? So I got Virginia, my, uh, or Virginia, Kentucky, Miami, and St. Mary's on the five line. I have to say Virginia the last couple of weeks has looked not good. <laughs> they they're scheduled Correct. and everything. But Correct. They, no, but they I, you know, so they have fallen, which is probably where they need to be. Um Kentucky has risen. They're still, still the top five seed. Yeah. Kentucky has risen and I think St. Mary's um for the season that they've had, they actually tied um with Zaga for the West Coast. So overall, I, I, I'm not, not sure how that tiebreaker works out. 
does Gonzaga actually have the one or does Saint the one? Saint Saint Mary's of the one. The tiebreaker in the WCC is the uh, best net ranking. Uh, well, only because they both had the same loss. They lost to each other, and then they both lost right. to Loyola Marymount. So then the third tiebreaker went to uh, the net ranking, and St. Mary's was seven, and Gonzaga is nine. So St. Mary's technically gets the one seed. Uh, so oh, anyone that okay. bet on St. Mary's to win the WCC, cashed. Okay. <laughs> I, I, didn't know, I, I wasn't sure how, how that worked. What team got, got what in the, in the West Coast? All right, so yep. your seeds. So my six seeds right now, I got TCU, Northwestern, Iowa State, and Maryland. TCU, Maryland. Northwestern, Iowa State, and Maryland. All right, and that's on the sixth yep. line. Um, Correct. Iowa State. Here's my question about Iowa State. Oh, <laughs> They're in the Big 12, and I know that they have lots of quad one games. And, you know, they, that's what they play almost everybody. We said that earlier when we were talking about a Big 12 team. But they have almost fallen off the map. I mean, they're 17 and 12 after last night. Yeah, but they're, they they're, are, they're, they're, they're in quad one fast. games. So. <laughs> How many quad wins does I Iowa State have. You've they got the numbers eight, right. Eight and ten. Eight and ten. They're eight and ten. So they played eighteen. Yes. Quad one. Quad <laughs> one game. <God>. Yes. <laughs> no wonder they're, they're losing. They're, they're losing a bunch of quad one games. So it's not like they're getting. They still go up in the net when they lose those. Apparently, they've had yeah. eleven games outside of quad one. Right. So there's more inside a quad one than outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have 18. Yeah. By a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to bring them up because they, they have been struck with I – mean, they're all close losses, about all of them. But they've been compounding some losses that Iowa State has. So I just wanted to they, bring them up. They have. Uh, keep in mind that the committee at least – well, at least what they say is that they don't take into account the order of games. So every game, regardless of when it is played, is treated the same. Um, so, you know, their recent slide isn't necessarily taken into account. There were also a three seed just two Saturdays ago. So I think having them a six now, I think they've lost three games since then, one and three. I, I don't have their exact schedule up right now but um yeah they're they're clearly trending in the wrong direction that said they do still have four quad one a wins and then i also have a note on my sheet here they have three wins over projected teams on the one and two seed lines which is pretty impressive right all right i just want to throw that out there and bring them up because they're they you know like i said they're 17 yeah and 12. i mean if if they, they keep, if they keep losing the big 12 if they keep losing, they will fall. But yeah, there's a there's a very real chance we're going to be sitting here with a team that's 17 and 14, and uh, like an eight seed. Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's Brown a scary. Good. That's a scary right. second round game. Yeah. 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 It is. All right. So that was the six. So on seven, who do you have? Seven seed line. So we have Creighton as the top seven seed, and then we got three SEC teams. We got Arkansas, Missouri, and Texas A&M. I can't argue. I, you know, Creighton, 
Um, I, I'm pretty. I've been pretty high on all year. They went through a rough path. They had an injury. Um, have come back, played really well. I think in three or something. And you know, and since they, the guy who was injured returned, their guard that returned. Um, so I've been pretty high on Creighton. I'm glad to kind of see them. You know, at least get that seven. I really thought they might have a chance for that six seed, but they lost lost this past weekend, so that hurts. Correct. I, and I had had them on the five line, but yeah, they they lost on Saturday to. I think, it was, I think it was Villanova. Villanova. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. At home. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Um, yeah, so I, yeah. I have them at the top yeah. seven seed now. They, they do get a little bit of a bump, and I was tweeting about this earlier today. Uh, they went 0-3 when their center, uh, Kalkbrenner, was out. But, you know, you still got to – you still got to take the resume as it is. I mean, three and seven quad one and five and three quad two isn't really a team representative of, a, of the top five seed lines. I agree Regar- with regardless that. Of, regardless of what the metrics are. Yeah. Arkansas and Texas A&M, I think Arkansas is on the rise with Nick Smith being back. Um, Texas A&M, I think, is a really, really good um, – they're going to be a tough out. For anybody, I believe, and Missouri, in my opinion, they're kind of hit or miss. Score <laughs> ninety on you, you know what I mean? They might score ninety yeah. on you offensive wise, and then sometimes they just have an off night, and you know they struggle. So, uh, but Miss, I like all those teams. Missouri. Missouri. Uh, Missouri has yeah. a funny resume. They uh, they're number eighteen in strength of record, but their net BPI, Kempom and Sagarin are all 49th or worse. So basically, every single type of predictive metric says Missouri is not a, I mean, not a bad team, but they're you know, a, a pretty average team. And then their strength of record of number eighteen suggests you know, they uh, they are an impressive resume team. So you right. kind of ba- you kind of balance out the numbers, and that's kind of how they fall. <laughs> Fall on the seven or eight line, depending on um, depending on whose bracket you're looking at. I can't even. All right, so Matt, one bit, man. I think he hit it. I, 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 I think he. Hit hey, it Jason right does a great job. That's Arkansas why I wanted him on the show. So, <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Man, Honestly, he does a great job that, with his bracketology. If you if you guys are watching, yeah. you don't follow him, JBR Bracketology yeah. on Twitter. He, he does a great job with what he does. So, All right, so the eight and nine seed lines, the two that are nobody really <laughs> because you're matching up with a one seed in the second round, and eight, nine games right. are pretty, pretty tough games. So, yep, so who you got on these? We'll, we'll yeah, let's start with the eight uh, with Duke. Now, Duke is probably going to move up. I, I didn't actually see the final, but I assume that they held on versus NC State. Um, so I got Duke as the top eight seed, and then followed by Illinois, uh, Michigan State, and Florida Atlantic. Eight seed line for Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I have them at the last a, last spot. It, it's always I think tricky to to seed yeah. a team like that. Right. Um. Michigan State is another team that I wanted to ask about. It seems like 
every big game that we because we do a game day pick them on Thursday nights and we pick some of the big games over the weekend. Seems like every game that we have about them or tried to pick, they've lost. They're like <laughs> 17 and 11. Seems that way. Yeah. I don't know. What, what are their metrics? What's their quad one and wins and Lost so they so they are six and they're six and nine in quad one. They only have one quad one A win, so they really only have one kind of elite win. I just was wondering. And then we picked them up, <laughs> and it seems like they lose every time. Yeah, they also have, the, they have and quad 11. three loss to Notre Dame. Okay. I just wanted to ask about them when, when we got to them. All right, so you're yeah, nine their, their metrics are, I mean, their, their metrics are Their metrics are pretty good. I mean, Michigan State's metrics are pretty good. They're also very consistent. Um, every single metric of theirs is between number 24 and 37. So that, that's not a very right. large range when you're looking at six different metrics. When, you know, like I talked about Missouri a moment ago that has metrics that are 40 right. spots apart. 49. <laughs> Yeah. And Michigan State is all six within right. 13. So they, they have pretty consistent numbers across the board. Their resume metrics, if you average them together, they're 32 and 24. So the average is 28 with a net of 32. And then their predictives are thir an average of 31. And I have them exactly at number 31. Okay. So I mean, I just wanted to ask because we do a game day pick them. And I, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Every Every time we've done them, they've lost. And yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm, gosh, I'm looking. It seems like I'm like every time they have a big game. <laughs> I'm curious now. I'm gonna look up the how many losses they have in Quad One A because I do think it's a lot. Yeah, they're one in seven in Quad One A. So every time you're you're pretty much right. Every time they've had a big See, game, they've lost. I'm telling you. Like we do the big games of the week, at, you know, and do a big game. against them the next time they're in a big game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Every time they lose, it seems like. <laughs> I'm not playing Can't at say all. It's wrong. crazy. Yeah. All right. So, nine seeds. Who do you have on the nine seed line? Uh, so, I have Memphis, Providence, West Virginia, and Iowa. Memphis is interesting, I think, in that spot. Um, I'm glad to see them in. I think, you know, I think Memphis deserves to be in. So, um, I think Memphis uh, is yeah. Memphis is top 27 in both KPI and strength of record, which are very impressive numbers. I mean, Sneakily, you know, like I, more more impressive than you'd expect. Memphis and is I, a dangerous I think, team. I think I think Memphis is a dangerous team come the NCAA tournament time. I think they play an up tempo type game. I think Penn Hardaway has some good good size and, and athleticism. Uh, depending on the matchup, man, I wouldn't want to see Memphis. I'm just gonna say that he got a he got a little scoring guard that's been out. I mean, he's got him mm -hmm. at a nine, so that eight nine matchup. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> man, that's accurate. That is accurate. And then what was, Iowa. What, was the, what was the 34? Yeah. What was the 35? What was the 35? Yeah, who was that? West 35? Virginia. West, West Virginia. Virginia. Okay. He said. And then West Iowa. Virginia. Uh huh. 
Now, I would just made now, my question about very, Virginia, very if West tonight. Virginia had not pulled out that game last night, would they be in the field? Would West Virginia still be in the field? If I they think they'd be in, but they, game like they would. They would probably be. They would probably be close to the last four in. I mean, you win a true road game against a net top thirty team, quad one A. That right. That, that's a nice feather in your cap on your resume. There's there's not that many true road wins against net top thirty well, teams. I mean, so to have that on your resume yeah, is behind. pretty significant. So yeah, they, they that, were that behind most of that game. Yeah, yeah, they were behind most of that game and pulled it out. Yep, the last I bet on Iowa State. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just was wondering because, uh, you know, they were 16 and 13 before last night. Getting that Iowa State last night was big for them. Um, I think that as of right now, today kind of solidifies their spot. Um, and if they had lost. Now keep in mind, keep in mind, they, they played Monday. So that's before anyone else this week played. So, like, for example, I have Iowa behind them. Iowa just won, so Iowa's immediately going to pass them. If USC beats Arizona later this week, USC's going to pass them. If Auburn beats anybody, whoever Alabama tomorrow, Tennessee on Saturday, Alabama tomorrow, Tennessee on Saturday. Okay, right. So obviously, if Auburn beats Alabama, yeah. then yeah, Auburn's going to pass them too. So yes, they are currently right. the nine seed, but it wouldn't wouldn't shock me if by Friday's update they fall to a ten, not. Not because they did anything wrong, but just because some of the teams right behind them picked up big wins. Right, right. So your ten seeds, then you can go ahead and and list those, and and then we'll kind of get to your last. Sure. So I have USC and stuff. Yep, USC, Auburn, Rutgers, and Boise State. All right, Boise State lost a big game over the weekend as well. Um, yes, it, they did. That uh, was unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Boise State might, before the last week, I thought they might have a little higher seed. So, John Roberts, he's an Auburn guy. So, I'm going to let you ask a question too about Auburn if you want. Well, I mean, look, I have no, I have no problem with them being a, a 10 seed. They haven't played and shown anything to be deserving anything higher than that. I'm still just trying to figure out if they lose out the season, do they do they fall out of the tournament? Yeah, if they lose to Alabama and Tennessee, that's what he's yeah. asking. Yeah, so. that's it. It depends on a few different things. One, how much do you lose by? Do you lose by five or do you lose by thirty? We just right. saw Auburn lose by thirty. Don't you know that's not something you want to make a habit of. And then right. two, it just depends on what the other teams do on the bubble. Now on the right. flip side, I also tweeted out yesterday that if Auburn wins tomorrow, that there'll be a lock. So I mean, it, it's right, right. You really could go either yeah. way. I mean, with only two games left, yeah, you add a win over the number one overall seed, then yeah, you're probably safe. Right, right, Which, right. I mean, that's just, and, and, I don't know. I mean, they, they are so they're so. Bad at shooting, and that's what's that's what's <laughs> where is that, that where is that game, John? Uh, I believe that game is in Coleman. They, I think they already is played a, the game. Is at it home. at home? I think I think it's out of Alabama. Yeah, I think, I think it's in Coleman. Alabama. I think it's in Coleman Coliseum. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I think I they already lost the game at home against Alabama, which they. I think they lost by like nine, and I think it was it, it started slipping from them late in the game, and they were able to get a, a late 
I think a late layup to to get it inside the uh, the single digits. But it was the the fouling at the end of the game where they were trying to stop the clock. I mean, Alabama was hitting the free throws, so it went from being a three point four point game for most of the game to being a 10, 11 point game right at the end, and then a, a late layup with no time on the clock that uh put it. I think cut it to nine. It was a nine point loss. They had a what three point loss at Tennessee with a uh, very questionable no call on the last shot. Um, that was about I think they I can, can beat Tennessee at home on, on <laughs> Saturday. I'm not so sure about beating out. They can. They can. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yeah. That's going to be one where Alabama would have to just absolutely just vomit all over themselves. And they would have to just be just <laughs> Alabama would have to be very uncharacteristic, like play like they played at Oklahoma mm. and maybe even worse than that. Mississippi because, State. I mean, you're, you're talking about a team that can't and Auburn would have to just absolutely light it up shooting. And that's something that they can't really do at home. So I'm not really going to expect them to do it on the road. Um, if they can't do it at home, it's hard right. to do it on the road, I especially agree. in the especially in especially in the in the hangar. You know, I mean, I bet depth perception is very very bad in the hangar. So I, I would think that that's that's a hard place to shoot, um, and that you know Alabama yeah, JBR, so, home team. So we call understands home it stadium <laughs> the, the airplane hangar. <laughs> it's, the, it's the hangar. Okay. I did it's not know hangar. that. Yeah, yeah, it's the airplane hangar. I mean, yeah. just just go, just go, just go. I mean, just look at it, and I mean, yeah. that's you'll understand <laughs> that's why. That's what he's talking about. That's no. that we they play in an airplane hangar. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. All right, so Both USC's in that bunch on the ten on the ten line, and they did win over the weekend and had a good win for them to kind of. Give them a little, a little bit of breathing room to finish yes. this last week. Yep. Yeah, they won on the road, I believe, at, at yeah. Utah on Saturday, um, at Utah. which is barely, right. <laughs> barely, a, barely a quad one win. But yes, it gives them gives them a nice uh, cushion from the bubble for now. But uh, just like UCLA, they have both Arizona and Arizona State uh, Thursday and Saturday at home as well. Just flipped uh, mm-hmm. in order. So they, uh, yeah, that's. They, are, are they? Are they? Are they the? Big. Are, is USC at thirty-seven because they have a win against Auburn, versus Auburn being the thirty-seven? Correct. I have them base. I have them basically tied, um, yeah. in in my sheet. Um, and yes, I do know that USC beat it's Auburn head to head. Head to head. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, the other thing that really helps USC is they have the win over UCLA. You know, I. I I give uh, kind of bonus points, if you will, to teams that have wins over top two seeds. Those are those elite wins that the committee is looking for. Right. Right. Yep. All right. So on the 11 seed line and kind of your last teams in, uh, who do you have as your last four teams in, I guess? So, well, it's the last six. They're all on the 11 line together. But it's Mississippi State, okay. Nevada, Six, yeah. Pittsburgh, North Carolina State, Arizona State, and Utah State. 
All right, so Arizona State, State got the Nevada, huge win mean? over the weekend with the over half court shot against Arizona. So that helped right. them get in that last four. Um, and Arizona is one of those elite wins that you were talking about. So exactly, uh, right. I know and it was on the road, which the committee really yes, seemed to respect. Yes, right, it was on the road. So yeah, that was that was a huge win for them to kind of get them in that spot. And I'll be honest with you, a week or two ago, I didn't, I, I didn't think, I thought there was a chance the Pac-12 may only get two teams in, and that still could happen. I mean, we'll see what happens this last in the conference, well, with, conference tournament. With Arizona and State and, U- and USC still playing each other, probably whoever wins that has a pretty good shot at a bit, I would say. Right. So, yeah, I think right now, now it's probably – Probably definitely three teams get in out of the Pac-12, um, and it could be four. I, you know, I think those those two are the other you know other teams. And Utah being in out of the um, uh, Mountain West, I, I, I like to see that. It's very interesting to me that in your last four, you have Pittsburgh, who is tied for first. The ACC <laughs> in 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 the and then you in North Carolina State who is well before tonight now they've lost to Duke I think tonight so, but before tonight yeah they were NC State in, will stay I'm just looking at the team scores now they had a pretty good cushion from the bubble or from the I guess the cut line I guess you could say heading into tonight so a quad one road win isn't going to drop them far enough to completely drop out, but it's possible that by Friday enough other teams win pass. and pass them. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. I now, just, now, you know. Now, now, Mississippi State, if they lose tonight against South Carolina, are they dead? <laughs> don't lose to South Carolina. Uh, don't, the, yeah, the, don't, now's well, not a good time to be right out of the four, but it's just – yeah, this is this is not a good time of year to be adding quad four losses to your resume. <laughs> gotcha. I was just making sure that right. if they would be dead if they lost this game. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't want to say hey, they dead, did just almost beat Alabama. Would severely hurt. Yeah, yeah but almost it. almost doesn't really do a whole lot. Good Brandon Miller had to hit a yeah. shot to beat them. Mississippi State, I have as five wins over the field, which is. That's a solid number. Two of them away from home, one neutral, one road. Right. Nevada. Another good team. Lost. Another lost good last team. night. And they're in yes. your bottom six there. So. Yeah. And if they had won that, they would have been pretty much a lock, if not a lock. Um, but, yeah, they dropped it. It was a quad three loss last night. Um, I think that they have one more quad three game remaining at home versus UNLV. Which is pretty much a must win. If they lose that, they, they they're going to fall out for sure. All right. So, who's your first four out? So my first four out right now. I have Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Oklahoma State. That's four pretty big names, actually. Uh, it is to be yeah. out. To be out you know, of the NCAA tournament. Um, Michigan, you know, North Carolina, 
there's some Conson. There's some pretty big names in there. So, uh, right. I agree with you on a coast. Um, I know North Carolina has won a couple of games in the last week and are um, one of those against Virginia, which is a quad or was a quad one when I'm not sure Virginia's still a quad one uh, win. And they are, sure. are they still barely up there? the number 28, so barely quad one, but yes. Okay. Virginia was to up this week, it might still not be a quad one win, right? right? Correct. And correct. And and if that happens, yeah, you know, North Carolina's score and my sheet would go down slightly. Um, you know, it's not a huge not a huge deal, but when you go when when, right. when that happens and you have zero left, then uh, that, that's not so good. Yeah, I, I know Virginia has to be close on that on that line. Next two teams after your first four, I want to ask Charleston College of Charleston and New Mexico. Um. Those two teams for sure I wanted to ask about, you know, what's what's the chances that those two teams can win enough games remaining to get in? I mean, College of Charleston just has their conference tournament. So, so Charleston, I believe that there is no shot, unfortunately. I, I, I don't believe that they can suffer a loss and still get in. I mean, they have no quad one wins. They only have a – they have two quad two wins – um, they they have they haven't even played a game against a tournament team, and they have a strength of schedule of 337 out of 363 teams. I I just can't imagine them getting an at large. Like the committee would really have to uh, be throwing them a bone, because the only way that right. they would get an at large is losing in their conference tournament. Right. Mm. Yeah, and they're 28 and three guys. The reason why I'm asking about them. I mean, yeah, College I mean, Charleston has, it, had, a, has it, had a great year. It wouldn't shock them. me, right? If they go to the, if they lose in their conference tournament championship to, um, I'm trying to think who's the best team if it's Hofstra, Hofstra or Hofstra. I mean, yeah. would it shock me if the committee, you know, said, "Hey, you know, they're thirty and four. Like, let's just throw them in the last right. four in." No, it wouldn't shock me. The numbers don't support it. Um, the play-in game, but it wouldn't shock. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I won't. I won't have the them play-in there. Game or something. I won't. Ha- I won't have yeah. them there, but it won't. It wouldn't shock me if they did that. Right. New Mexico. Get to New Mexico because New Mexico was like eighteen and one, or, or I don't know, eighteen and one or something. There, eighteen and three. I know at one time, and lost like three great games by like two two points. Or less, or something. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. They um, they had a. Uh, I don't know if you're watching Saturday. I don't know if you're watching Saturday night. They, they got correct. Yeah, no. San Diego State yeah. hit a buzzer beater against them Saturday night, which was yeah crushing because if that had happened, they would be right on the cut line. But losing that game, I, I don't know. I don't want to say they don't have a chance because I, I do think that they have a chance, but it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be an uphill battle. They do have two really good true road wins at San Diego State and St. Mary's that uh, no one else really on the bubble is going to have 
two wins as good as those two, but they, they got to get close enough for it to matter. Do you know what games they have left? Uh, I would have to look. I have not, I have not memorized that one. All right. <laughs> one I just, second. I just thought I'd ask. Let's see. They have home to Fresno State and at Colorado State. So those are uh, those are games low they quad. should win. Yeah, correct. I mean, but at I'm the not same saying time, they will, but they should. It's not going to move the needle. Yeah, so the Fresno State's quad four. Yeah, Fresno State's quad four at Colorado State is quad two. So they'll have to do something in the conference tournament. Yes. Probably. But the problem to make, is it's, to make a run to it's get unclear in. how much the committee is really going to take into account the conference tournaments. I mean, we saw Texas A&M, who clearly right. should have been in after advancing to the SEC tournament championship last year. I mean, every metric I come across when I'm comparing my spreadsheet this year to to um, to results and metrics from past years, I'm like, how in the world did Texas A&M knock it in? Well, it's because, I don't know. you know, two of their best wins of the year came in the SEC tournament and the committee had already set the field Saturday morning. Mm, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with it, but Texas A&M got hosed last year. Um, I think their metrics were definitely good enough for the NCAA tournament year. I think. Uh, all right, so yeah, that was that was my one my one miss was was Texas A and M. I had them in the field. I I still believe that they should have been in the field, but all right. So I'm going to run through just a few conferences and some teams. So the AAC, um, you've you've got Houston and Memphis in the field. Tulane and Cincinnati, do either one of them are, you know, 20, close to 20 wins. Tulane is, I think, and Cincinnati's like 17 or 18. Do either one of them have a shot of the end of the field besides conference no. tournament? They're, they're, they're way no. too far back. I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati is 0-6 against the field, and uh, they <laughs> – they have their resume metrics are ninety and seventy six. I mean, they're they're just right. Way and too and far I back. haven't looked up their metrics or nothing. I just these are some teams I was looking at no. records. And I, no, I just no, no one else in the American North Texas. Texas out of the conference A was interesting. A week ago, they had a loss. I thought they still had a shot. Now I'm not because they had a loss right. last week. And I'm not sure. Do they still have a chance or no? No, they were done. They 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 had to win out in the regular season. Once once they lost again, it, it was over, unfortunately. Which was which was sad. I was rooting for them. And then my the other one in the conference USA that's coming on is UAB. They they played without Jelly right. Walker for a little while. They come up with some with some loss. Losses when they played without Walker, and he's come back, and they've been hot. They're twenty-two and eight. They're they're one game behind North Texas, I think, in the overall record. Anyway, um, do they have an outside shot, or is it just conference? They do not. They do not have an outside. And, and yeah, it's only conference tournament, but I, I think they've got a really good shot to win the conference tournament. 
you. That's the only uh, way yeah. in for them. Thank you, baby. That's that's the only way in. Yeah, Conference USA yeah. is actually a very, a very good mid-major conference, but uh, unfortunately, you know, n- none of the teams outside of Florida Atlantic really did well enough in the non-conference to justify an at-large bid. Right. Right. I just wanted to throw it out there. He, John, lives in Birmingham. He lives really close to UAB campus and stuff. And I um, saw them play North Texas. So yeah, he he goes <laughs> he goes to, get to games once in a while and stuff. So um, and Adam Kennedy is a great. I just kind of wanted to throw that in there um, with, with with UAB. Uh, the middle. Do you have Toledo or Kent State winning? And go into the conference or go into the tournament. Um, so it looks like right now Toledo is leading the conference because I have them marked as the auto bid. Um, they are. They're but, one but game. Besides ahead, that, I don't. Fourteen and Yeah, but besides that, I no, I don't have any thoughts on who who's going to win the. No, I was just uh, win I was the wondering American conference who you tournament. had. Yeah, who you had on that one. One other conference I wanted to bring up, they have five 20-win teams, and that's the Missouri Valley Conference. There's five 20-win teams in the Missouri Valley. I thought when I was doing a bit of research for the show, it was kind of interesting. Bradley and Drake are the top two teams, um, and a lot of people have had either one are, uh, you know, sometimes you see Drake and sometimes you see Bradley. Just depends on because I think they're like one game from each other. Both, the, both of those teams are um, very good, and they're going to be a trendy 12 5 pick, assuming one of them uh, wins the Missouri Valley Conference. But neither one has uh, has any shot at an at large bid. Okay. I just wanted to ask because both good teams, and like you said, I think they do have a shot. Yes. At, uh, a 12 uh, no, they are, bid, they're, yeah. they are both. You are, you are absolutely correct. Um, they are both very good teams, but the numbers and metrics do not support an at-large bid. Right. All right. So the Sun Belt, I wanted to bring up, there are three teams in the Sun Belt with 20 wins, Southern Miss, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, and Marshall who are all 23-plus wins on the season. And there's four 20-win teams, and there's two other teams in that conference with 19 wins in the Sun Belt. Yeah, no, the Sun Belt is also a good league. I've I've been following Southern Miss. I think Southern Miss has been really strong um, from start to finish. They've had a great year. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Coach Doc's – Coach over there, man. Coach old Coach Latin over there, man. He real good coach, man. I've been knowing him for a long, long time. So he's really turned that program around, especially this year. Yeah, they've they've had a great season, Jason. I, I that's one of the teams I wanted to uh, bring up and mention. And then, um, out of the West Coast Conference, does Santa Clara or Loyal Paramount have any chance at all, or no? Because they no, have some they're, they're just too far. They're just too far back. I mean, at this point, if you're not one of the first eight to ten teams out, you 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 just run out of time. I just because you got to remember. I don't. You I, remember I don't that. know the full 
resume, okay, but know that they have a couple good wins. La, La, right. Loyola right. Marymount has some good wins. But they, they do. Still, but uh, they must have, they must have some really bad losses. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Well, I mean, for, for for starters, Loyola Marymount is one hundred and one in net, which would be by far the worst net to ever receive right. an at large bid. They've got their two yeah, resume yeah. metrics are 70, 76 and ninety six, which I mean, you kind of need to be top fifty at worst, top sixty. So they're they're right. really not uh, they're really not that close. Santa Clara is the closest. But uh, Santa Clara doesn't have any. Santa Clara doesn't have the win over St. Mary's or Gonzaga the way Loyola Marymount does. Where's Sam Houston State out of the whack? Are they anywhere near sixty in the metrics? Let me see. Got to switch conferences here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Sam. Sam Houston has a has a pretty good resume. Whoever comes out of the whack is going to be a really good team. By the way, that that is a very uh, very underrated um, mid major, and I think doesn't get talked about as much just because it's um, well one a mid major, but two on the West Coast. I feel like the West Coast teams just never get as much national right. coverage. But that's a really good league. Um, so yeah, Sam Houston is sixty-two in net, fifty-five in strength of record, forty-five in BPI, and seventy-one in Kempom. So yeah, no, they have some pretty solid numbers for sure. Yeah, the, uh, they're they're close. You know what I mean? Their their numbers are close. You could talk about them. They're um, you know they're yeah they're they're close, but. Every team in the WAC has a. I mean, I'm looking at it now. Every team in the WAC has at least one quad three loss and at least one quad four loss. Sam Houston does have two quad one wins, which is pretty impressive. But uh, they don't have any quad two wins. I mean, their their combined quad one and two record is two and four, which is not very good. Right. Not not good enough for at large consideration. Right. But uh, again, I mean, if you get Sam Houston or Utah Valley. Um, as a 12 seed, I mean, that, that's going to be a very good 12 seed or, or even the top 13 seed, depending on how uh, how it shakes out. Mm -hmm. Right. I think those, you know, two teams that's probably going to win it would be Utah Valley or Sam Houston State, unlikely out of the whack. All right, John Roberts, you get any other teams or questions or anything ask Jason about on the pathology side? No, not really. I mean, I think we covered most of everything that I had here, um, especially when we finally got down to the to Auburn. Um, I knew it was going to be low, <laughs> and uh, and just the, the the biggest question that I had was just more, you know, if they lose out, do they get in? And that's kind of it's going to be close. It's one of those things where it's hard to say definitively because it really just depends on what other teams around them do as well. But I certainly cannot guarantee you that they will be in if they lose both. Right, right. But almost assuredly, if they beat Alabama, they are they are a yeah. lock. Yeah, I tweeted out yesterday. I said if Auburn beats Alabama, they will be a lock, and I feel confident in that. I mean, they'll go from a ten seed to probably close to an eight. I mean, you had a true road win over a number one seed. You were going to shoot up the rankings. Right. But 
I feel very just as confident that they will not win that game. <laughs> that is up to them. I, I think that is up I to think them. they have a better chance against Tennessee. Yes, I do think they have a better chance against Tennessee. If they, um, if they beat Tennessee, I think they'll be in pretty good shape. Yeah. Hey, Tennessee that, just that, lost their point guard. They just lost their point guard uh, midway through did? the first. Yeah, I saw that he was. Someone, uh, he was, someone yeah, he texted was me. A text, a Texas A and M fan texted me. It was like, "Is this going to hurt our win?" Um, <laughs> man, that's how they. That's how they get screwed this year. Is that, yeah. that the Tennessee point guard goes down and their and their uh, well, their, looks, their win well, is looks not like as good. Ten, Tennessee's still up by Tennessee's still up by nine. Well, right. <laughs> I, I haven't looked at the scores tonight. I did notice that uh, Duke was wet, leading Carolina State before we got on. Um, I haven't looked at uh, scores lately since we've been on. Oh, yes, yeah. Duke, Duke won so Duke held on to, Duke held on to NC State, so that should bump them up probably to a seven seed. NC State's still in the field, but remaining last four in. Um, Virginia beat Clemson, so at this point, I think Clemson is probably eliminated from an at-large. That's crazy, man. That's crazy how the peaks and valleys of a season, man. Well, that, well, that lost I mean, the, Clemson lost to Louisville, yeah. You can't lose to Louisville. Don't lose to a team that's that bad with, like, three wins. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if Clemson didn't have that loss, they would pro probably be in the field, don't you think? Uh, I would say they'd be very close. Yeah. What if Michigan State goes on and loses to Nebraska? I know that they were really low on your. Uh, I think they were. Yeah. Low. So I have Michigan State as an eight seed, but I, they are quite a bit ahead of Florida right, Atlantic. So yeah. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> well, I mean, I they, 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 were, I they, they were further down. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so I have them as an eight seed. Let's see. Oh, you got, also got to factor in where the game is. The game's at Nebraska, so that's obviously right. different than home versus Nebraska. So, Correct. if they lost to Nebraska, my guess is that it would drop them to the nine line, but probably stay pretty high up on the nine seed line. It, it's losing at Nebraska is not as bad of a loss as it may have been in some previous years. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, a couple of other Big Ten schools. Good that people are still talking about. I still hear people talking about Penn State. Do they really have a shot? They're like almost dead last in the Big Ten. Like they have a shot. They have a I shot. Mean, I mean, they're going to have to – they have to win their last two. two. They have to – well, I mean, hold on. Let me <laughs> – they're, they're, like they're eight and ten in the Big Ten. They're eight. Well, to, to be fair, everyone in the Big Ten is like plus or minus two yes. games from five hundred. It's kind of funny, but they yeah, they're eight and ten are, in the Big Ten. I agree with that. They are Lo losing. I don't know if you're watching that game Sunday night against Rutgers. I mean, they were up by twenty in the second half and just totally blew it down the stretch. But they got two games left. They got at Northwestern tomorrow night, and then home versus Maryland in the finale on Sunday. If they win both of those. I think they'll be close. I, I don't know they would be in even with those two wins, though, because some of the teams in front of them are going to win their games as well. Right. Right. I just that was one team that people are still talking about, and I'm like, I mean, they they're so far down in the Big Ten. Yeah. It's like I, I'm 
I'm not buying them as much as some other people are. I mean, they only have one like really good win, which is at Illinois. But I mean that that's their best win. Their second best win is home to Indiana. Right. But and and, uh, and the big East, the big East is basically those five, right? Like Villanova, Seton Hall. They don't they don't really have. I a think shot, they're too. They? I think they're too far back. I you know I saw some discussion today about you know kind of bubble games going on tonight and. Uh, the Villanova Seton Hall matchup was mentioned, but I, looking at both their resumes and then looking at the two games each of them have left, including uh, against each other, I, I don't think either one can get there. I think they're too far back. That's what I, I think too. That's what I was. I, that's where I'm meaning with those as well. Um, and you answered you answered my take on Clemson because you said they lost tonight. Is that right? Yeah, Virginia. Yeah, they lost to Virginia, so they, they they are in effect eliminated, in my opinion. Yeah, um, Wake they, does they Wake out of the ACC still have a chance or no? No, they lost to they lost to Boston they lost to Boston College tonight. They're done. Oh, seriously, I I haven't seen the score. Yeah, yet. they did. I saw the I saw the final. They, they lost they by lost two, by like, so they are they are eliminated. Wow, that one I feel okay. confident about. <laughs> I, I, I won't even – if I'd have known that, I wouldn't even have mentioned it. But I didn't <laughs> see the scores tonight. Because <laughs> Wake Forest was so far down, you know, they can't lose to Boston College. I mean, Clemson losing no. to Virginia is one thing, but losing to Boston College is something totally else. All right. So, I think those are kind of the, the big ones that I wanted to mention. Um. There's nobody else in the SEC. Um, um, Wisconsin is in the team. Everybody seems to still have in, um, and they're far down on the list in the Big Ten, but everybody still seems to have them in. So I, th- I think that's it. Is there anything else, Jason, that you you wanted to bring up? Nah, man. Nah, man. Like I said, my does. I think he does a remarkable job. He's he's spot on. I thought I might have had some questions for him. Sure. <laughs> no, no. He, I I was just. I I wanted someone to say UNC was not in. That's they are not I really in. Did. I want yeah. to say that. Yeah, and it's going to be I, hard. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even sure that a win over Duke yeah. would get them in. I think it would. Get, I think it would get them very close, but I don't know that that would be enough. Especially this year. This year, and he right. says about Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. Yeah. He mentioned Florida Atlantic. I know. I know that coach down there, Dusty. Uh, he's probably going to be up for the old Miss job uh, as yep. well. Um, yep. Yep. Man, uh, man, he, he was spot on with everything he said. The right amount of teams in the SEC, what I thought. So, you know, hey, yeah, I'm following you. I'm, I'm following you now. So, hey, yeah. <laughs> anybody, anybody that is watching the show, or you know, if you're not following JBR Bracketology, that is who is on with us. He, he does a great job with uh, his bracket. Catology, he does a great job with his tweets and sending out information. And if you great follow, especially this time of year, I, I have to say um, he's one of my follows for Bracketology and March Madness stuff. So I, I want, want to appreciate you being on with us. 
And uh, I want to thank you for being on with us. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. a privilege to have you come on our show and do this. Um, we're a couple of, less than a couple of weeks from Selection Sunday. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're kind of getting down to it. There's not a whole lot left. One week um, and conference tournaments for the, the Power Six. So, so um, we appreciate you being on with us, Jason. Sure. I got one, one last. Sure. I got one last. One last question. Uh, you got uh, you got Baltimore Orioles uh, right, picture, guys. I guess, in your in your uh, in your in your in your Twitter thing. Uh, so you, uh, I mean, I would assume you're an Orioles fan, but are you from that area? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I live okay. in Maryland. You can okay. see. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, is, yep. it is definitely Maryland, Maryland. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yep. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. But he don't. You don't win Munich, Brad. <laughs> yeah, we lost, we lost Brad here. I, I, he's having a whole conversation. Yeah, he's a he's a fan, <laughs> by the way. You know that I, from yeah. following him. Yeah. He's yeah. he's definitely a Terp fan. We we yeah. haven't discussed that, but I do know that he's Maryland. Yes, I, I went to Maryland. I'm, I'm a Maryland alum. <laughs> well, we were following Maryland baseball this past weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't follow the baseball program as closely as the basketball program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So John, John is a big baseball fan, so that's why he's asking you Orioles and baseball stuff. <laughs> you being on. Um, We'll, we'll say good night to you, and then we'll wrap the show up and you leave. But we appreciate you being on with us. Okay. Sure. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. All right. Have a good night. All right, guys. The Bracketology. Spot on, man. He was spot Are you two? Y'all looking down, y'all, y'all on your phones or something, but <laughs> we were checking checking scores. I was checking yeah, scores, check, making yeah. sure that everything was uh, as I expected it to be. You know, I <laughs> uh, got a. Uh, I was uh, checking on uh, a few of those basketball scores when we were uh, when when you started asking about the Duke uh, NC State game. Checked on a few basketball scores, and then uh, I then uh, uh, checked on a few of the baseball scores, kind of how, the things that um, – How in the world did Iowa think, uh, the The 11.7 podcast had, uh, like, by a lot. By 20. Yeah. Like, took it so them. bad uh, at yes. home in Bloomington. Just, they yeah. shot the ball shot the ball with them, man. Hey, trying hey, try to try – to, Trying to extend their season past the conference season, past the conference tournament. That's action. a score, ninety to sixty-eight in Bloomington. Yeah, I was surprised, but it, I caught a little bit of it. They were they were shooting the lights out. Mm -mm -mm. All right, guys. So I really wish um, I could. Uh... Go ahead. Oh, I was saying I really wish I could see the. Uh, 
the 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 Texas LSU baseball game, but it's on the Longhorn Network, and you know, of course, Texas has to be you know prima donnas and have a their own network <laughs> that they don't want to share with anybody. But maybe they'll share it when uh when they come into the SEC, and they, oh, yeah. they will absolve It'll that. It'll be on SEC. That is, that is dumb. Yeah, at that point, yeah. it should be SEC Network Plus, and I ought to be able to watch it because that yeah. is terrible that I can't. You can't get on the fire stick? You can't get on the fire stick either? I don't have a fire stick. Oh, well, no, yeah. I got Apple TV. I got Apple TV, yeah. and I'm I'm going through the ESPN app, and I just don't yeah. have the Longhorn. I haven't. I don't pay for the Longhorn Network, so that's why I said you got to get. You, I, I'm gonna have to send you a fire stick, man. I'm gonna yeah. put one up and get you a fire. All stick. right, so guys, it, it's free on the fire. Like if I have the fire stick, I can see it. Yeah, yeah you got to just. My my mother in law, man, she she jailbreaks them all the time, man. I'm about I, to go figure out if uh if uh, need, I, you don't I need do the longhorn network. It's gonna be defunct in a year. <laughs> well, man, yeah, he, he, he want to see what he, he want to see what he want to see. Until then, <laughs> it's gonna be defunct. It's gonna be gone. Audio. Yeah, but they still have the entire 2023. 2024. I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. I'm gonna watch that stuff. <laughs> now that I know, I'm gonna go find it because we, right. we we bought a fire stick to go on the road with us when we uh, go to like hotels and whatnot. So I'm man, gonna, I never gonna, thought gonna about that. Man, you are that you are exactly right. Yeah. I don't know why I never all you gotta yep. do is listen. Yep. All you gotta do is listen. Yep. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah, so That's I may great. I may go find it and put it in this TV right here. That way, when I am, uh, but yeah, I can't. Then I can't add it and make it like a one of my quad screens. I have to be all in. Yeah, that's that the yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 yeah. I got to figure out how to hook it up to the laptop. That's what I whenever I get crazy. <laughs> yes, but I'm on the laptop right now, so I can't that's do that. Well, I mean, I guess I could. It just yeah, I'm on. I'm on. I have. Yeah. I just be watching it, and you, you think you that I'm that I'm I'm looking at the camera, but I'm like. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, that's good. Interesting. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all killing me over here. Oh, man. All right, so our 2023 nonprofit organization for the fanboys is Home for Our Troops. Um, they've been in doing this for over 20 years. They build homes for injured and wounded veterans um so uh for every dollar that you give they will 90 cents of that dollar goes towards building homes rebuilding lives for these injured veterans um, they will build them a home anywhere so please go to www.hfotusa.org to give All right. Thursday night, as long as I'm going to check, but as long as he's not still sick, um, we were supposed to on Sunday and have our mock draft special. We have rescheduled it for Thursday night, so I do want to put that up in our show. Thursday night is supposed to be our two-rail mock draft show with a mock draft YouTube guy, and he does a great job. 
we fully enjoy him being on with us. We hope he is uh, better. I'll check with him maybe tonight or in the morning and, and see how he is. And uh, hopefully he'll be on with us Thursday night at 8 o'clock. And we will do our two-round NFL mock draft show and tell you where all the top athletes uh, from college football are going to land in the in the in the NFL draft in April. All right, guys, y'all got anything else to add? Nope. We appreciate you guys being on with us and following with our bracketology show. We appreciate. ABR Bracketology for coming on and doing this show with us tonight. And uh, we will see you guys down the road. We'll see you on Sunday. or No, we'll see you on, on Thursday. Come on, Brad. Come on, Brad. We'll see you on a day that ends in Y. Okay, that's the day we'll see you. We'll see you then or see you later. Thursday with Draft Show. Y'all have a good night.